Hey there everybody, Franklin Taggart here. Welcome to the virtual coffee break Labor Day edition. I've got my coffee, where's yours? Let's sit down and have a chat for a minute. I want you to I want you to listen closely for something. If you need to have headphones on, just listen closely. Can you hear that sound that sounds like a jet airplane getting ready to take off? Well, that is my computer. Now, for the past several years, I have benefited from my sister's generosity. She gave me a Dell all-in-one computer uh, quite a few years back, and I've been using it for almost all of my Zoom calls and all of my videos and all of those things. And, and recently, um, I've just been finding that the resources on my computer are more and more and more taxed. Now the good news is is that I already I already have other computers to replace it with, but I've been slow to replace it because you know you you move into a house, you get all your stuff unpacked, and you know where everything is. Well, moving it all onto a new computer, I'm not going to know where anything is, and uh, so I'm going to migrate as much as I can. Hopefully, it will all migrate over, and I still haven't made the leap to Windows 11 yet. I'm one of those slow adopters. Of new operating systems I don't like to get in on it at the very beginning um, but I'm I'm starting to wonder how long I'm going to be able to hold out on Windows 10 which to my uh, in my experience has been one of Microsoft's best operating systems um, I thought Windows 7 was good for a long time uh, Windows 8 I skipped altogether when Windows 10 came out and they stopped um, servicing Windows 7, I thought, well, I'll go over to 10. And 10 has done pretty well for me, I have to say. But Windows 11, I'm just not quite ready to say, you know. I'm not sure that it can be as better as they say it is going to be. So I'm not ready to, to make that leap yet. So all of my new computers, including the one that I'm going to migrate to, have Windows 10 installed. And we'll see how that goes. But one of the things that I think is really tricky is updating equipment and software. And we have to do it all the time. It's like um, I've noticed like with Zoom, they're putting out new security updates almost once or twice a week now at this point. And if you skip one, you're vulnerable. And all of the SaaS programs that I've been subscribing to for the last few years they're all starting to upgrade and they're starting to you know do updates that are changing features and and putting limits on use and things like that but what's really funny is that simultaneously they're charging more <laughs> so from my my perspective as a customer i'm i'm being charged more for less for a more limited experience that doesn't compute for me but it's happened with probably three or four of the primary SaaS companies that I've used uh, over the past few years. Troubling. That is troubling, I have to say. And from a marketing standpoint, I can't imagine the coach who said that that was a good idea for them. I don't know. Jury's out. But in any case all of these upgrades and updates and things like that that we have to do as a part of 
you know, just living these days, it's, it's both frustrating and it, I can't tell you how time consuming it, it has become to just stay on top of everything. So one of the things that I've had to do is build into my weekly system, checking for updates on Windows, checking for updates on all of my software. And it takes usually about an hour to two hours to make sure that all of those updates are complete. And then the rest of the week, I don't have any kind of real difficulty unless there's a bug that needs to be worked out or something like that. But I've ended up having to work into my schedule the computer and software maintenance things that need to be done because one of the things that was happening I was finding myself spending hour here an hour there a couple hours here a couple hours there 20 minutes here 20 minutes there um, correcting problems with my software and one of my one of my programs that I use I'm not gonna name it because it's like just one of those things that's an, a nuisance but every time they update the software, they reset my settings. So I have to go in and reset my settings from square one. <laughs> That's not convenient, folks. That's not good customer service. You know, remember my settings and don't mess with them. You know, it took a lot of time to get them there in the first place. Don't make me do it again. <laughs> so these technical things I've ended up having to, you know, put an hour or two block in my schedule every week just to do updates and upgrades. And it's paid off. It's helped me to be a lot more, you know, focused in the work that I do. And I don't have to spend as much time chasing down things and putting out fires and, and stuff like that. Um, but the fact that I have to do that much maintenance every week makes me wonder if there couldn't be better ways to do things in the technical world. Um, and I think, you know, one of the things that you keep hearing about is that they roll out, uh, they roll out their releases just after beta when all of the bugs haven't even been discovered yet. And so we're the ones that are discovering their bugs. We're the ones that are doing their actual beta testing <laughs> and one, like for instance, one of the softwares that I use, the one that I use for my videos just came out with their their most recent version and the rendering times on the most recent version are about four times as long as what they were in the, the re version before that. Well, I can't add four times the, the time length to my production schedule. It's not tenable. So now I'm looking at, I either go back to the old version, which is okay. The old version works beautifully for as long as they'll let it. But <laughs> how much longer will they be servicing that, that last edition? And will they correct the problem in the new edition? That remains to be seen. But the fact that we're the ones, the users are the ones that ultimately are are doing all of the product testing <laughs> it, it tells you a little bit about the industry right so one of the things that I'm really hoping for is that 
um, th there will be a trend in a different direction where they won't be rushing to put out updates before they're tested. And I can hope against hope. I'm not going to say that that hope, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not prepared for it to be a fruitful hope. But I would love to see software companies, all of them, and computer companies to get their to get their bugs mostly worked out before they release something so that we don't have to spend a lot of valuable time resetting our settings, um, chasing down bugs and making reports. Um, the, like I said, the, the video software that I use, the new version, um, has that rendering bug. But what's really interesting is like even the old version still has bugs in it that they've never corrected. And I've sent use reports over and over and over again and have not heard back from them. So there are a couple of things that I just keep coming back to. It's like in the airline industry, we're paying more and the services and limitations are not in our favor. And yet we pay more. Well, some of that's to offset fuel costs. I get it. Some of it's to offset personnel costs. I get it. And one of the things that we've got to look at is that if we're going to be charged more, then we need to have more value. And the bugs need to be worked out before we download our purchase, right? Or before we, before we cash in the ticket, right? So that gives me a lot to think about in terms of my own services. Where are the places where people are paying for high value, but they're not quite getting what they paid for? And that's a serious thing to think about as a, as a service provider or as a, as a company. Where are the places that we can improve our service? Where are the places that we are putting things out that aren't quite ready for prime time yet? Where are the places where we are, you know, expecting our customers to pick up some of the R&D slack that we should have done before we even, you know, de developed the product? Those are questions that I have on my mind today, and um, I'm... I can't, I can't really tell you that I have answers. But one of the things that's been interesting is that in thinking about this, there are two things that I've noticed. I'm not even going to say what they are because I don't want to draw attention to them. But there are two things I've noticed about my, uh, my service um, delivery that I am changing because I know that they can be done better. And I know that the people who are paying me hundreds and thousands of dollars are getting the highest quality of service that they can get. So that's what's on my mind today on Labor Day of all days. Uh, those of you in the U.S. who are celebrating Labor Day, I hope you have a great uh, cookout, great uh, kind of uh, end of summer celebration. And uh, I'll be back again tomorrow with another coffee break. Thanks so much. So long.